0: can work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash travel. That's wise.com slash travel. Thank you to Wise for supporting today's show. This episode of Zero to Travel is brought to you by the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder with seven drive modes. The Pathfinder's available. Intelligent 4x4 is built for even the most epic journeys. Learn more at nissanusa.com. One of the best ways to road trip, in my opinion, is to car camp because you have all the luxuries you need with you or the ones that you want and you still have the flexibility to move around yet accommodations are inexpensive or free and you meet a lot of interesting people so today you're going to get 20 tips to help you become a car camping superstar maybe you're already a fan hopefully you get a few new tips to up your car camping game and if you've never car camped before well you just might find that this is a really cool way to travel maybe this episode will inspire you to get out there also got a shout out to somebody in the community I want to give them props for doing the scary thing not the easy thing but the scary thing plus little chat on simple pleasures I have a funny story to share with you from earlier today at the time of recording and it reminded me about something important when it comes to travel so you're gonna get all of that in this episode and more so buckle up strap in let's get it going Jason with ZeroToTravel.com. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thanks for hanging out, letting me bring a little travel into your ears today. This is the show to help you travel the world on your terms, to fill your life with as much travel as you desire, no matter what your situation or experience. I must admit, and maybe this is a little bit selfish of me, but... This is one of my favorite episodes that I've done today. I'm doing some highlights from the archives this month. We're going to do a couple more of those. And uh, this one in particular was an episode I recorded over a campfire with my wife in Utah while we were road tripping through the USA. This is before I formally moved to Norway. This is before we had kids. This is from another era in some ways, yet uh, the content still relevant. And I thought hey, if I'm going to pull some highlights from the archives this week, why not do something around camping? Because I know a lot of people are traveling close to home as this pandemic is still hanging around. And I know a lot of people have taken up camping over the pandemic because it is a way that you can travel affordably. It's an interesting way to meet people, as I said at the top of the show. And there are just so many benefits to being close to nature and having the flexibility when you have your home With you and everything you need in your car, you can really exercise that spontaneity that every road trip deserves because you got what you need. All in one self contained unit, you're not gonna be stuck somewhere without shelter. And I always loved that freedom that came with car camping. Maybe it's this sense of calm, maybe it's a false sense of security in some ways. I don't know. But when you have things to cook with, your food, all of the essentials that that you kind of need to survive and to have shelter and to stay warm. You got your car, you can go anywhere, you can do anything. It truly is the open road. So I hope you enjoy listening in on my wife and I having a great time around the campfire in Moab, Utah, sharing our 20 top car camping tips for you. Plus an interesting hack I learned from my neighbor at the time. We share that at the top. Now, before I get into this segment. As a reminder, stick around on the back end. We're going to talk about some of the simple pleasures and how that relates to travel. And I've got a shout out to somebody in this community who did the scary thing. And I want to give him props. And, you know, I love sharing stories from the listening community because it always inspires me. And I hope it does the same. For you, Get in touch anytime. Of course, Jason at zero to travel.com is my email. I always leave a link to a place where you can leave me a voicemail as well. And I got a few of those that I just responded to and I will respond to yours as well if you take the time to do it. It's super easy. So check that out if you want to get in touch. Either of those places is great. A bit of exciting news. One last thing. Uh, I'm in a band. <laughs> I've been playing with some guys here in Oslo, Norway, where I live. And we recorded... A whole EP and we just released our first single this is kind of a dream come true for me always exciting so anyway if you want to check out the music give us a stream follow the band the band's called Laundry House we're available on all the streaming platforms I set up a link zero to slash band that'll take you right to the Laundry House band profile on Spotify and the single's called White Lies I'll give you a little taste of it here There you go. So check it out again. ZeroToTravel.com slash band. If you're curious about my band, what kind of music we're playing, want to keep track on the music we're releasing. We've got another single coming out in a few weeks and then the EP coming soon. So uh, shameless plug there. But I'm excited. You know, it's always exciting to check off a bucket list item. This has been huge for me. Recording music professionally, creating your own songs, putting them out there for the world. Very exciting stuff. So... Never give up on your dreams. (laughs) There you go. That's my sort of, I guess, cheesy motivational speech for the day. Never give up on your dreams, you know? Um, (laughs) All right. Please enjoy listening in on my chat with my wife, sharing our 20 best car camping tips for you. And I will see you on the other side, my friend. Hey, it's Jason with ZeroToTravel.com. Coming at you from this Gorgeous car camping campground here in Moab, Utah. I'm here with my wife, Anna Dorta. Hi. And yeah, we're really excited to bring you this episode all about teaching you how to become a car camping superstar. We're going to be sharing 20 top tips and the last one's actually the most important. So stick around for that. Thank you so much for being here. This is the show to help you travel the world on your terms to do it your way, and I wouldn't be able to bring you this episode if I wasn't able to have the ability to work from anywhere. I feel really lucky that we're able to do this right now and to live this lifestyle. It's in the middle of the week here, and we've been here all week, and it's great because it's crowded. It's a busy time of year here in Utah, but yeah, we've been able to avoid the crowds a little bit. We have some stories to share about that in this podcast, but let me set the scene here. We're sitting... Literally at our campsite, it's nighttime, and the stars are out. We're looking at the beautiful red rocks with the stars right just beyond, the river flowing in the background, and we are car camping, so you might hear the occasional car going by because we're camping in a canyon right along the side of the road. To answer the question at the top of the show, or I guess to share what I teased out there at the top of the show, the ultimate hack for starting a campfire, we actually learned this from our neighbors yesterday do you want to explain what it is
1: yeah it's uh, everything you have at home basically and you never keep it because you throw it away (laughs) so don't do that in the future (laughs) it's three things you need to not throw away in the future it's your toilet paper roll you uh, take the the roll that is left when you've used up the toilet paper you keep that when you dry your clothes you get a lot of, what do you call it? The lint. Um, the lint. Yeah. You keep the lint and you keep your dryer sheets. So when you go camping, then you put the lint and the dryer sheet in the toilet paper yeah. roll.
0: Fill, totally fill it up with lint and put a dryer sheet at the end, kind of like a wick for a candle. Yeah. And we, we got this from our neighbors
1: it worked you, really really good. Yeah,
0: you you put it underneath all of your logs, you light it up and it's cheap, free and easy fire starter. The ultimate fire starter kit. You have it right at home. Yes. Really easy to use. So yeah. that's a great little hack and this is also a good reminder I think. It's a good moral I think. Always ask people. It's more fun than asking Google, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> we would have never probably looked up campfire starter log or whatever homemade campfire starter log but it's just cool to chit chat with the neighbors that's one of the cool things about car camping too is you pull in and you you kind of i don't know you can't help but like scout out what everybody else is doing kind of see their setup you learn some new things they probably learn some new things from you who knows and uh you, you kind of get better as you go along and I've been car camping and camping in general for quite some time. So we're excited to share these tips for you today. Now, Anadorta, my wife, as many of you know, if you're listening, maybe you know this if you've been listening to the podcast. She is from Norway, and she's been in America now for almost three months. So I wanted to ask you, honey, because you have an interesting perspective. Sorry, as we're, we're getting a lot of smoke in our eyes right now, so our eyes are completely watering. you have been traveling a bit around the States and we've been based in Boulder, Colorado, and we just drove to Utah and this is kind of your first taste of the, the desert, the Southwest kind of scene here in the U S what are your thoughts about road tripping in the States?
1: Oh, it's great. I think you have a lot of uh, great opportunities for car camping, especially you have to pay for it mostly, I guess, but that's okay because we also have like the facilities where we are right now, we have this fireplace, and we have a table. We have like a fire um,
0: ring and yeah. um, a bathroom,
1: yeah, and the bathroom, which is nice, and everything is like clean and yeah, it's we're, it's we're not clean. For, no, we're not. Clean We've been pretty all. dirty, yeah. Uh, I guess um, at least around here in America, people like to be outdoors and camp and mm. car camp, especially. yeah I think it's a big thing here. We do it back home, too, but it seems to be um, a good tradition for people.
0: You mentioned uh, when we were driving to Utah, and we're going to get into these tips in a few minutes, but I I just thought it would be cool to to hear your perspective on this, being from Europe and road tripping through the U.S. It's a different perspective. We got off the rest stop, and you were like, oh, this is cool. This is like the freedom of the road, kind of. You felt (laughs) like you are on the all-American road trip. What did you mean by that?
1: That was more like probably the scenery of, like— We came from Colorado and went into Utah and all you can see is like mountains and like red rock mountains and no houses, only road. Um, The only thing you see is like basically the roads and the mountains around you and it feels like you're in like an American movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And actually speaking of movies, where we are, you mentioned there were a few movies shot here like Mission Impossible and Thumb and Louise when they had the dramatic like they're holding hands and they're driving off the cliff. Yeah. It's just if you're not familiar with Moab, Utah, or Utah in general, or some parts of it, it's very like m- red rocks and some just gorgeous canyon desert scenery. What do you think about the landscape here? It's is it like uh, anything you've ever seen before?
1: I've never seen anything. It feels like, like we're it. on
0: Mars or something, right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> like we've been to the Arches uh, National Park a couple of times now, and mm-hmm. we don't have. the this kind of desert in Norway. So for me, it's a little unbelievable. It's, it's <laughs> nice. It's uh, The rocks and the rock formation is quite spectacular, mm. I must say.
0: Yeah. And we've had some highs and lows on this trip already, which is one of the best parts about traveling, right? Yeah. It's one minute, literally, you're on one of the highest highs and then you're like, oh my God, I'm totally... Freaking out right now. I've had a couple freakouts on this trip. I love to be transparent. As many of you listen to this podcast, you know I'm. I, I mean, I'm always learning. As much as I've traveled over many many years, I feel like I'm always learning new things. And I learned something, or I learned a couple new things on this trip. One is that I can win big prizes because <laughs> we we skied on the way here. So we've been kind of mixing in a lot of different things on the way. And we we stopped at Vale, stayed at Buddies, and skied. And my buddy said, hey, uh, it was at the end of the day, it was the last day Vail was closing. He said, hey, um, they're giving away a ski pass up there for next year. You should go up there. I was like, eh, all right, I'll go up there. So we go up, we hang out. We're there for about five minutes. They shoot off a gun with a t-shirt in it that has a ski pass rolled up in it. And somehow it falls into my arms. So I won uh, an epic ski pass for the Colorado Mountains next year, which is awesome. <laughs> and then what two days later we got mountain bikes in Moab and we were driving out to go mountain biking and I had the bike rack on the back of the car and (laughs) this is a long story we won't go into all the details but essentially we drove all the way from town out to this trail got there and my bike that I had rented had a flat tire so I turned around drove back got it all situated went back again arrived it had a flat tire again. Now I'd driven like an hour and a half, and I had not ridden at all. It turns out that the exhaust on my car was melting the tire. <laughs> so It's
1: a good story now.
0: Yeah, it's, it's funny. So I had to pay for the tire. So I, I don't know. I was down 80 bucks there, I guess. So anyway, it was worth it, was worth it for the story, I think. <laughs> so let's talk about one more thing before we get into these tips. If you're listening to this and you haven't been camping before, maybe you have and you already know this, I think camping is a great way, sorry, I'm getting all the smoke in my eyes, it's insane, Uh, to bond with somebody or yourself if you're on your own. We've had a blast on this trip and we mentioned like being a little dirty. What do you think about camping in general as like spending time as a way to spend time either with yourself or, or with somebody else?
1: I think it's really good because you are out in nature and it just feels totally different from being at home or being in like in a room or in a house. You're away from like TV, you're away from all the distractions that you have in your regular life. The only like, entertainment you have is yourself or whoever you're with. And you have, like, a beautiful campfire. You have the river. You have... You see the stars and the moon every night. It is great. Mm. Yeah. And being dirty isn't really a problem. It feels <laughs> kind of relieving. Like, yeah. now I haven't showered for, like, four days or something. <laughs> and that's... It's not my record, by the way. But it's... um <laughs> It's okay, like yeah. and also like in you is dry, so it's not like I know that other places you feel way more dirty after like a couple of days <laughs> yeah. so it's it's a pretty good place to not have the ability to shower, <laughs> yeah,
0: but it's it's good to just be outside all the time, like yeah. you said, and it's just a great way to spend time together we We were having so much fun. That we wanted to share some of our enthusiasm and fun with you. And if you haven't been out there camping recently or at all, give you some tips to get started so you can go out and, you know, I would say, if you've not done it before, to go out and spend just a night. And go to like a car camping or a campground where you pay for a site and you have everything set up. And, you know, you can take the recommendations we give you in this podcast and just spend a night or two and try it out. Yeah, bring
1: a friend, bring your girlfriend or boyfriend, or your wife, or husband, or, or you just your dog, yourself. Or go by yourself, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And have a good time. You ready to dive into these top tips? This is the top tips to twenty things you can do to become a car camping superstar. One more thing before we get into this, I just wanna say thank you so much for being here and spending your time with us to listen to this show. I always say that in the beginning of the show, and I think, uh, you know, I'm not used to doing the intro in front of a campfire here. So taking the show on the road, I figured I would just say once more thank you again if I if I didn't say that in the beginning. I really, truly appreciate you uh, listening to this show. Let's go into these top tips for you to become a car camping superstar. Number one that's very important is your cooler selection because we're eating a lot of food.
1: We are. We're eating well. Yeah. We
0: we're cooking some Better good than food. Animals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had a really fancy meal for us the night we got in here. We bought some grass fed steaks. We cooked up that all the sites were full, so we had to sleep in this overflow parking lot campsite. We had an amazing meal. And the cooler selection is important because you're going to have all your food in your cooler and you want to keep it organized. You want it to be easy. So there's just two simple things I would recommend for your cooler. We would recommend one is Make sure you have a cooler with some wheels on it if you can because sometimes you have to walk into these campsites or you just want to move it around. You have like lugging this whole thing around. And secondly, make sure you have drainage for your cooler, meaning there's a little thing towards the bottom that's like a plug and you pull it out and you can let the water out. So as the ice melts, you can let the water out and all the stuff inside isn't getting completely soaked like some of our stuff has, you know, occasionally when I wait too long to unplug it. But it's good to have that drainage so you can drain out the water. And to add to that, a tip on ice.
1: Yeah, buy block ice instead of ice cubes. The block ice lasts much longer, so you don't have to buy ice all the time. We have, like, block ice in the bottom normally, and then we have maybe one, like, bag of ice cubes on top.
0: Mm-hmm. And of course, if you're making drinks or something, you might want to have a bag of ice cubes for sure. But the block ice does keep much longer and it's usually the same price or cheaper than the regular bag. So try to find that. This episode is brought to you by U.S. Bank. Recently, I went out for tacos and it wasn't even Friday. Yes, we have Taco Friday in Norway services. Go to usbank.com altitude go to learn more about how you can earn twenty thousand bonus points worth two hundred dollars if you spend one thousand dollars in the first ninety days of opening your account. Win big with the US Bank Altitude Go Visa signature card. Visit USBank.com altitude go to apply. Limited time offer. The creditor and issuer of this card is US Bank National Association, pursuant to a license from Visa USA Inc. Some restrictions may apply. This episode of Zero to Travel is presented by the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. From muddy jungle paths and snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder has the capability to take you to some of the most epic destinations on Earth. We're excited to partner with Nissan because our listeners know we love to celebrate the joy of exploring the world and finding the best off-the-beaten path destinations to visit. And there's no better vehicle for that than the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder pathfinder with seven drive modes the pathfinder's available intelligent 4x4 is built for even the most epic journeys and it even has the best towing capacity in its class up to 6,000 pounds so you can bring the fun with you but nissan also knows that it's not just about where you go in a pathfinder the real fun comes from getting there and that's something we love celebrating here on the zero to travel podcast we believe that life is about finding that joy within the journey itself and that's why We're thrilled to partner with Nissan to celebrate adventurers everywhere. So thanks again to Nissan for sponsoring this episode of Zero to Travel and for the reminder to chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures and enjoy the ride along the way. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Okay, tip number two, bins. It's all about the bins, right? When I'm talking bins, I'm talking about like the big clear bins you can buy in the store, the storage bins or like a big plastic bins. Let me tell you how I use bins, and then you can kind of take this and put your own spin on it. But first, I have something called the Magic Bin. <laughs> <laughs> the Magic Bin. I introduced Anadolta to this when we did our honeymoon last year. We went camping in Telluride for the Bluegrass Festival. The Magic Bin is its an awesome thing because it's essentially a bin that has all of your car camping stuff in it, ready to go so that means when you come home from work or when you're done your day or whatever or if you're home you're going to go camping you want to go camping you decide at the last minute hey i'm going to take a road trip all you need to do is grab this magic bin put it in your car and you know you have everything you need we'll talk about what's inside the bin in just a minute but it's liberating because you don't have to get like a million things ready it's all ready to go just waiting for you so I have two bins. I have the magic bin and then I have the second bin, which has the tent, uh, the camp chairs, like uh, we'll, some other things we'll talk about in a minute, the sleep pads, all that stuff. And when we get to camp, we'll take the tent out, the sleeping bags, everything like that out of that plastic bin. And then that bin will set all that stuff up and that bin will become the storage bin for our dry foods. Yeah. So all of, like, the, you know, pretzels or snacks or, like, mustard or whatever you don't have in the cooler, you can stick in that bin. What do you think about our bin setup here? Is there anything else you want to add to that? It's a great setup, yeah. Yeah.
1: Because, like, it prevents things from being wet, for example, and it prevents from animals to come into it. And it's just great because it's, like, it's... It can be messy, but it's not that big, so you will find it eventually anyway. Yeah, yeah.
0: We're not saying we're not looking for things no, in these bins no, occasionally. right. But. but, and
1: also, like, if you buy, like, a medium to large size, you be able to store a lot in there. And the magic bin, like Jason uh, told you about, is, is actually really, really great. Because just make sure that once in a while, if you go camping a lot make sure you you maybe like restock things that you Mm -hmm. so you don't like run out of things and then you suddenly are on a trip and like oh I don't have that yeah so like make sure you you rebuy when you know you're you're running out of it or yeah especially like important things Mm
0: -hmm. that's a great point Uh, especially at the beginning of the season when you don't remember what you had in there from last year and you're a little bit depleted on your supplies Let's talk about what's inside the bin, and you know, some, I'm not going to name everything. Some of it's obvious. I mean, you're going to want to have plates, uh, you know, whether they're plastic or plates that you. We recommend you want obviously want to be as much as environmentally friendly as possible. So, if you can buy camp utensils, camp plates. Cups. I like these uh, little mugs that have carabiners and metal mugs specifically or metal cups because they keep your coffee warm and they keep your beer cold. <laughs> yeah, and they <laughs> um, don't break. Yeah, so you have all that stuff. And then let's talk about some of the extra stuff that really helps us out. So we've got a few really specific things that we recommend. One is a great knife. You want to have a good knife and a really you can keep a skinny, small, like cutting board in there to cut up your vegetables to cut up your thing so a good knife and cutting board and another thing we've found particularly helpful when it comes to cooking
1: uh, spices yes, spices yeah. sorry no. yeah <laughs> spices is great and you don't need like a huge selection what we have is like salt and pepper and we have um two of our favorite other spices and then we have cinnamon mm-hmm. and we find that's that's pretty great Mm-hmm. uh we store them in a ziploc bag because they don't then they don't get wet or they don't get spilled all over the place mm-hmm.
0: so ziploc bags are awesome
1: ziploc bags is great yeah get a,
0: get a whole thing yeah. a box of ziploc yeah. bags because you we've used them to store food especially in the cooler yeah. with the water melting and everything like that you can put it in a ziploc bag throw it in there you're all good the the spices and it's are recommended what else do we have in Ziploc bags? You can have like... everything in there. Yeah, you, like,
1: you can have toilet paper if you don't want it to get wet. You yeah. can have your phone in there if it's
0: raining. It's you a good can, way like... to separate things yeah, out. Yeah. And garbage bags, of course. What else? I mean, you got you know, can openers, wine openers, so little things that you might not think about. It's just good to buy cheap versions of that and just have it in there. Yeah. Because the magic bin is, I swear, honey, there's been times where I've taken out the magic bin with my bison, like, they're like, hey, do you have this? I'm like, I don't know. Check the magic bin, <laughs> and then oh, you have it! You have it! We have a wine opener. It's so great. So it's always it's always good to have a great magic bin. Okay, let's go to number four. <laughs> what I call crap blankets. Yes, we are <laughs>
1: sitting on one right now.
0: We're sitting on a crap blanket.
1: We have like a s- awful, uh, ugly. <laughs> Snuggy, Yeah. Snuggy is something like it's a blanket where you can put your arms inside, I guess.
0: (laughs) We don't use it for that. I think
1: it's for smokers that want to sit outside. (laughs) We sit on it. Just, like, have something that you can sit on that you don't, you're not afraid of, like, getting dirty, wet, or whatever. But you can, like, if you get cold, you can wrap it around you or you can sit on it. Yeah,
0: it's great. We have, we're sitting on it right now. Uh, on this picnic table and this particular one I don't know if I told you this I got it as a gag gift for Christmas it's a camouflage Snuggie and probably the person that gave it to me was like this is funny and like this guy will never use it I use it all the time <laughs> when I'm camping so a crap blanket number five camp chairs good camp chairs yeah.
1: bring one for each person so you can like sit around a fire or you can bring with you if you want to, like, we have a river, like, just where we are, but it's covered with, like, trees. So, we we see it, like, a little bit, but not too much. But yeah. if we go through the trees, it takes us, like, 30 seconds. Then we have, like, an open space where we can bring our chairs and look over the river and the mountains. So, yeah, it's, it's some, great.
0: Yeah, it's something... I think I forgot to bring a chair one time, and it was, like... Where are you going to sit? I mean, you can pull up a log. You can pull up a rock. Totally not the same experience as pulling up a camp chair that you love and kicking back and hanging out and enjoying the fire. Number six. A tarp. Tarps are so key.
1: Yeah, they're good for a lot of things. If it's raining, you can um, keep it over your like extra cover for your tent. Or like we use it now because it's not raining. We keep it over all of our stuff, like all over the bins and our chairs and the stove at night and when we're gone during the day, mostly if it's starting to rain, then it won't be wet. Second is that it's it's just good to have it covered. It's for like stealing it would be a little more effort if you had to go mm-hmm. underneath the tarp kind of or animals yeah to get into your stuff uh we just put like some like medium-sized rocks on top of the ends of the tarp so it doesn't Mm. blow away
0: yeah that's a great tip just get get some heavy rocks and lay them on there and we love to just cover everything at night you never know if it's going to rain what kind of weather is going to come in so when you have a tarp you can just like have your setup consolidated in one area at the end of the night, you're done with your fire, you finish your last sip of beer, you're relaxing, you just, you got all your bins closed up, your stove, you just throw the tarp over, bam, you're good to go.
1: Uh, You can also use it like an extra cover underneath your tent too, Mm -hmm. to prevent like if it's really like wet when you Mm -hmm. put up the tent. Yeah, that's a Um, good point, yeah.
0: yeah. I have a ground sheet specifically for that tent. We're going to talk about tents in a little bit, but yeah, I think that's a great point to have it on the ground so it keeps the the bottom dry and protected number seven this is a this is a very important one actually water yeah but more specifically than water because we know that you know you need water we're talking about the water jugs they hold about five to seven gallons they sell them even bigger and you can fill up seven like we have a seven gallon one it's a big blue thing it's got a nozzle that you can turn off and on almost like a mini sink you take with you you can get it at any big box retail or sporting goods store. So you get like a seven gallon thing of water you fill it up and then you have the ability to you know turn it on and wash your hands wash your dishes you fill have
1: your bottle. yeah
0: you can't believe how much water you go through when you're camping not just for drinking but for everything else
1: yeah, it's a good point. Yeah,
0: it's huge. The big water thing, I recommend the 7-gallon one. We're digging it. We're loving it. Yeah. We're enjoying it. Number 8, the two-burner stove.
1: Yeah, that's um, been great for us. You can awesome. like cook a gourmet meal. And Dirt. it's easy set up. We have the Coleman.
0: Yeah, I recommend the Coleman two-burner stove. Uh, I used to lead camp trips as a, as a tour guide for an adventure travel company. and We use the same stove, and it's not... Expensive. I, I can't remember. What, I think I paid like fifty bucks for it when I got it. It's really not that expensive. But having a two burner stove is is awesome. And one of the things we forgot to mention that's in the magic bin that's really important to have is tin foil. Yeah. Because when you're working with a two burner stove, usually I don't know, depending on what you're making. We're making some pretty intricate, not too intricate meals, but we're you know we're we're liking to cook a lot of things. So we have multiple things going on. So you can cook something up, throw the tinfoil over, keep it warm, cook something else up, and so on and so forth. And you can use the tinfoil for storage and everything like that. Yeah. So two burner stoves are key. Get the Coleman with the propane. The propane's cheap. The stove is cheap, and it works phenomenally. Yeah. Number nine, biodegradable soap and a sponge yeah. for cleaning. Yeah,
1: when I- you're cleaning dishes and you have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So, having the soap, and you just need a drop of it because it's so normally so concentrated. Yeah. And uh, you can like cut like your sponge at home in two and bring like half of it. You just need a little one. Yeah. And I also recommend like a, a small micro, uh, the towels. Yeah.
0: By the way, thanks thanks for doing the dishes this morning, babe. <laughs> yeah. The
1: towels is good for like drying it up. I didn't feel
0: I didn't feel like doing them this morning and I was I was reading and <laughs> That's I was fine. Thank you. <laughs>
1: you're welcome. Um, yeah, back to the towel. <laughs> like we've been lucky because it's been warm here so things have been drying very fast. But imagine if you're car camping and it's raining or it's pretty cold, mm-hmm. it won't dry by itself. So mm-hmm. having like a micro towel that dries fast afterwards is, is good. And that's something you can have in your magic bin too.
0: <laughs> okay, number 10. Let's get into... Eh, this is a small thing, but it's it was nice. It's a small thing. It's
1: super nice. It's, it makes like uh, the dinner much nicer. And it makes like a night if you're not al- allowed to make a fire, for example. Buy a candle. Like a, a candle where... You put
0: like the lock, it's a little
1: portable lock. candle. Yeah, you can get a candle.
0: citronella candle to keep the bugs away. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's probably recommended. We had like a small one, but it burns for a long time, and it's something you can also store in the bin, like mm. you know. And it's just nice. A
0: candlelight dinner.
1: Yes. Why not? Yeah.
0: It's... While you're camping.
1: It's a luxury. We never, we never
0: said car camping was roughing it. No. That's why they call it glamping. Yeah. Glamorous camping. I don't know if you've heard that term and we're taking it to the extreme here. You should I guess. bring a
1: little romance
0: into your...
1: Or even if you're <laughs> alone or with your friend. It's Treat, nice. yourself. Yeah. Treat yourself. Treat yeah. yourself.
0: <laughs> Number 11.
1: Or just keep your bucks away.
0: <laughs> we haven't talked about this yet. Obviously, it's important. It's where you sleep and it's your tent. And just a couple quick things in the tent. I have the REI Half Dome Plus. I love this tent. This is my second REI Half Dome Plus. I took the first one all over the world, took it down to Patagonia camp for months, taken it all over on car camping trips, backpacking trips, everywhere. It lasted forever. I think about 10 years till the zipper broke. Then actually, REI replaced it for me. So props to REI if you're from outside of the states you might not have heard of REI you can check them out online if you're in the states maybe you have i love REI they're great they've always been good to me in terms of uh, the gear i like i they've returned things for me and this is not a uh, this isn't a paid advertisement or anything like that this is just a, a store i've been going to for many many years and yeah love the tent love the half dome tent it's smaller i think like for future trips You know, we can even step up our car camping game, get a bigger tent and an air mattress if you want. But right now, we're just rocking the backpacking, sleeping bags, the backpacking, uh, what do they call underneath the sleeping bags? I'm I'm blanking out right now. The pads. The the pads. And then we take from home. You got to take.
1: Yep. Pillow. Take your pillow.
0: <laughs> you're not backpacking, you know, you can take your pillow from your bed. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, luxury or you're,
1: you're supposed to like luxury. <laughs> yeah, I'll have it comfortable.
0: <laughs> so uh one quick tip on uh, tent selection, just be aware of where you put your tent. You know, most of these campgrounds are pretty set up, but if you have the option, you know, you're scouting out your locations, if it's going to rain, you're not gonna want to be in a dip or in a location where the rain's gonna run off. And flood your tent. I've seen that happen. It's not a good situation. You'd rather camp higher up in that type of setup. Think about tent placement in terms of like how late you want to sleep. For example, where we we could have chose when we got here, we were actually debating if we should choose an open spot or a spot in the oak trees. And we chose the trees because, well, more shade, more privacy. These are small things, but when you're trying to pick your spot you want to think about these things because you know you're going to be dealing with them for a few days so uh let's get into number stay
1: away like if there is like a toilet sanitary area maybe not take like the closest spot even though you think it's convenient
0: yeah that's true it's
1: a little annoying because people will go there like all the time you might
0: hear the door slamming and maybe it will smell yeah, and it might not smell when you get there because the wind's going in a different direction, yeah. but then later that day, you might be regretting yeah, yeah. <laughs> regretting that. Uh, let's go to number 12. Would you love to have an incredible cup of coffee every day? I've tried it all. I've done the pour over. I've done the French press, but I tasted an AeroPress coffee many years ago, and immediately I was sold. I had to get one AeroPress is a patented three-in-one brew technology. This combines the flavor benefits of espresso, pour-over, and French press all into one compact portable device built for travel or home. I love things you can use in both places. This device has over 55,000 five-star reviews in over 60 countries. AeroPress is the best-reviewed coffee press on the planet. I've owned one for so many years. I don't even remember how long it's been, and they are under 50 bucks So they also make an exceptional gift, thoughtful, proven, tasty, and travel-oriented. Who wouldn't love that? Now, you get 20% off just for being a listener of this show at aeropress.com slash zero to travel. That's aeropress, A-E-R-O-P-R-E-S-S dot com slash zero to travel. That will save you 20% on checkout. Thanks to Aeropress for supporting today's show. on an incredible journey through Morocco together with me. Sign up over there at zerototravel.com slash trip to get all the details. Thanks for listening and hope to see you there. Hey, you can't read my writing.
1: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, headlamps. Um, it's, uh, We're wearing them right now. It's like essential. You need a headlamp unless you're in north of Norway in the middle of the summer. <laughs> where it's The, the Norway so. reference. Yeah, or yeah. Alaska. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, headlamp, you need that. You need it, like, because it gets dark and you want to go to the toilet or you, you need to pee in the middle of the night maybe mm. or you just want to go out in the forest. It's nice to know what's going on
0: around you, you know? <laughs> um, Come on, adventure girl. <laughs>
1: so a headlamp is good. And, and make sure you have, like... Bring extra batteries. You don't want yeah. like them. Yeah, to, my batteries are to, actually dying. To run out. Yeah. I
0: need to get some tomorrow. So,
1: so, a headlamp, a good headlamp, is and it's also great at night. You go to bed. Maybe you want to play cards because mm. it's raining outside. Yeah. And you need a headlamp. And yeah. And if you have like a tent where you have like a, a little pocket, pocket on the top. On the top, you put your headlamp there, and it's like being at home.
0: Yeah, you just turn it on and you have it shining down, yeah. and you have like your own little lamp, yep. essentially. And yeah, sometimes I like a rainy. We we haven't had a rainy day where we have to be in the tent, but it's cozy yep. in there. It's it is. cozy in there. Okay, number thirteen, camp shoes. Yeah. Some good camp shoes. And yeah. what I'm what I'm saying is, okay, you got your hiking shoes, you got your sneakers, whatever you're gonna do. But I like some comfy camp shoes. I'm wearing slip-on vans right now. Earlier, I was rocking the uh, the flip-flops with the camel toe. <laughs> yeah, some sandals. <laughs> with the camel toe sandals. I had the sandal <laughs> flip-flop thing going on. It's so car camping.
1: Easy shoes. Like, for... for If you get up in the middle of the night to, to go to the toilet, you don't want to, like, deal with putting on the shoes and spending a lot of time on it. So have some good, like, sandals it's also nice when you've been in like hiking boots or something the whole day. Mm-hmm. You need your your toes to be a little free.
0: Remember those sandals you bought in Nepal for our trekking trip? Yeah, what were they called? <laughs> Love Rose. The Love Rose. The they Love said Rose. Love Rose on them. Those yeah. were hot. They were. They were like pink. three dollars. They were awesome. <laughs> so camp shoes for getting up and peeing or just bumming around. Number 14. Oh, so essential.
1: Yeah, this is Jason's favorite. <laughs> oh, come on. That's baby wipes. <laughs> um,
0: uh, baby
1: wipes and, and also... You love the face wipes. Face, yeah, face wipes. You love the face wipes. You can, like, you can have, like, use the same or you can have one for each. The, the fa- face wipes is good because you don't... We have water, but it's, like... It's a hassle to like mm. do too much of like washing your face and everything. Now, why
0: do you say baby wipes are my favorite?
1: Uh, I will come back to it. <laughs> um, no, I'm I'm telling about the face okay, wipes. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't use makeup when I'm camping, mm. but still, you use like sunscreen, and you get dirty from like being outside. Mm. So I like to use a face wipe before I go to bed. Mm. So buy some nice whatever you want to have. Just have some face wipes. <laughs> it's good for Let's you. just say
0: she loves her face wipes. <laughs> I don't. It's not, I don't have a as much as I loved to... my baby wipes. Yeah, I
1: think you love your baby wipes. Well, I'll more. tell you what.
0: Baby wipes are like a uh, not to get too in detail here, but it's it's almost like a mini shower in itself, right? You know. You come out feeling like a new man or woman after you've had the baby wipe treatment, whether it's wherever it is, wherever you use the baby wipe. Yeah. Use your imagination. <laughs> baby is, wipes are is, key.
1: It is refreshing. Especially
0: when you haven't showered for multiple yeah, days. It is refreshing. All right. Number 15. One of our favorite things. Yeah.
1: This is with the candle. It's like a luxury thing kind of. Definitely. But it's so nice and it makes like a trip. It can make a trip so much better. It's the hammock.
0: Oh, the hammock. It's just like the best. Yeah. It's yeah. super comfortable. We have Actually, we haven't set it up on this trip yet, but I nope. think that's just because we've been out and about so much. Yeah. But if you have a campsite where you can lounge around quite a bit and enjoy it,
1: yeah, bring a hammock. hammock.
0: Number 16. This is a, a a long list of things that we're compiling into one category yeah. we're calling entertainment our latest entertainment has been a whoopee cushion <laughs> yeah
1: and here how he's laughing at himself. where is that
0: thing <laughs> here we don't want to give a demonstration on the air um no this is great it's i love playing pranks on anadorta and she likes playing them on me so um yeah so uh, i brought this thing from home <laughs> she's blowing it up right now we don't need to do this We don't need to... Oh, no. (laughs) That's that's awful. (laughs) So, we brought this thing from home. I brought it from home without her knowing. And I set up the, uh, the, the blanket, the crap blanket we were referring to last night on the picnic bench. And I said oh honey come sit down here come sit down next to me and she thought I was being all romantic and cozy and she sat down on the whoopee cushion <laughs> it was awesome and then she tried to pull the same thing on me today and what happened <laughs> you forgot you did it <laughs> you sat on it yourself
1: <laughs> yeah. oh, sad. so
0: anyway you can see our level of humor That we're laughing so hard about this whoopee cushion, but we like playing tricks on each other. It's very optional, I would say. (laughs) Yeah. But, But, you know, entertainment, cards. I have my Kindle. uh, I brought, it's great to have a crappy guitar. So you can have a crap blanket, a crap guitar is another great thing. Bocce ball. Yeah. Uh, We bring bocce ball with us. So just entertainment. Have a good time. Whatever
1: you like.
0: Whatever you like. Number 17.
1: That's a long lighter.
0: A long lighter. Not a short lighter because they're a pain in the. You know what? You need a long lighter. You know, yeah, one of those grill if you're lighters.
1: Making like a you know, fire, it's good to have a long lighter. To light or, the two or burner long, stove, long matches too. It's good. Mm-hmm. I would say like maybe having both, both yeah. matches and lighters, because if if your lighter like suddenly goes out of gas, you have matches. Yeah. Or if you go out of matches, you have a lighter. That's true. So yeah, for the stove and the fire, it's good too. To have that
0: and we've got the most important thing coming up in just a second we got two more things before that number 18 good dry firewood yeah obviously yeah. but I mean it's something you could easily forget when you're on your way in you can't always you go to these campsites it's not like you're going to show up and be able to just walk into the forest and pick a bunch of firewood oftentimes these sites are popular everything's either picked over or it's not allowed so you have to bring in your own firewood a lot so just stop at a store and make sure you pick up some firewood on the way yeah. number 19 you know i'm going to group these together again in what i call or not what i call but what is called the 10 essentials and you can look this up online and we can link to it in the show notes The essentials, you know, this is the stuff you're going to use for the outdoors. You're talking about sunscreen, first aid kits, maps, good maps, um, you know, all of these different things you need to survive a night in the wilderness. It's not like you're going to need a car camping, but you're obviously going to be going and having adventures while you're there. So you want to have the 10 essentials with you, particularly a good map. I mean, a good map so you can explore the area, you know, figure out what's going on and all the other stuff sunscreen is, is all the stuff that you need so I'm not even going to go down the whole list you can just google up the 10 essentials or ask your camp neighbor what the 10 essentials are maybe that won't work as well as it does for the uh for the fire starter hack mm-hmm. and number 20 our last tip i would say the most important thing when it comes to car camping
1: uh it's having a great attitude
0: having great attitude having fun helps. yeah yeah.
1: I guess, like, when you go car camping, you you should think that this is fun. You should, like, absolutely be positive. It's so fun. It is. We, like, we don't even want this trip to end. No. <laughs> so bring whatever you feel like it's necessary for you. And obviously we haven't gone through, like, what clothes to bring and everything. But mm. that depends also a lot about where you're going. Check the weather. And... Since you're car camping, you have a car, so you can bring obviously more than that's you would the trap, if you're going, right? Like, oh, back.
0: we have the car, <laughs> yeah,
1: so we have like way too much. Than I don't know, but need. actually,
0: now that I've seen and I've used everything, I um, i have done many of these trips. I think we do, you know, we do have the right amount of stuff. Maybe yeah. we have a few more clothes, but you know, you yeah. have the car, yeah, like you said, yeah,
1: but we so also been skiing on this trip, so yeah, that's true. That's, that's kind of a different the packing list for clothing is a different story kind mm-hmm.
0: of yeah a great attitude is key and whatever weather you're having like Anadorta said, you can have the rainiest weather but you can cozy up in the tent yeah. or
1: and that can be great too some days you just want to have that instead
0: yeah or and you can
1: like drive your car somewhere and like look at something or you can drive into the nearest town or something. And Explore. Explore. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Go to a museum and then you come back and you snuggle up
0: in the tent. <laughs> and even with your
1: dog, you it, should do that.
0: <laughs> and yeah, you're not showered, you're dirty, whatever, but it's a uh, it's a great time. I'm having a blast. And I wanna say here on this podcast, Anna Dorte is going back to Norway very soon. I just wanna say thank you so much for spending the time here. With me because I've had so much fun on this trip with you. Mm.
1: Thank you for <laughs> giving me the best time mm. in America. <laughs> it's
0: been really great, and thank you, my friend, for listening to this show. I hope these tips help. I don't know if you're a camper or or not. I'm a huge fan of camping. I mean, one of the reasons I went out to Colorado in the first place was to camp in the summers and to explore and to do that. And camping something I've done in many places around the world. Absolutely love it. Encourage you to get out there and give it a try if you haven't. And uh, if you have plenty of times, probably this is getting you maybe fired up to go on your next road trip or camping trip. So thanks again for listening. It really means so much to me. And I, I just really appreciate you spending time here. It's been a blast bringing you this show right by the campfire, a little fireside chat. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. And I will be back,
0: by the way. <laughs> and wherever you are today, smile. Have a wonderful day. Go camping this weekend. Or go do something crazy. Take a chance. Take a risk. Do something you've been putting off. If not now, then when? I'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Take care. Hope you enjoyed listening in on my chat with Anadorta hanging out with us around the campfire. It always brings me back to the cool, dry desert air of Moab, Utah. I can just put myself there right now. And uh, yeah, this is an episode I I like to listen to myself personally every now and again because it reminds me of being out on the road and how wonderful that is. And I really think car camping is such a great way to travel. So I hope you enjoyed it. Got a lot of value out of these tips. One thing I want to mention is I am coming to the United States. I'm so excited for this trip. I haven't booked a flight in (laughs) forever, it seemed like. And now I've got one locked in. Part of it's to visit family and to finally catch up with them after two and a half years, which is going to be lovely. But I'm also hosting an event. As a reminder, if you haven't heard, it's at a summer camp in Connecticut. If you go to campindy.com, We'd love to meet you in person. You should come. It's September 17th through the 19th, and you can get all the details there. We're going to be exploring the question around lifestyle freedom, how to achieve time, location, and financial freedom in this new world. I'm not sure if we have the answer to that question, but we want to explore that. We've got speakers. We're going to have workshops, but we are mostly just going to be having fun, I'd say, <laughs> having fun the whole time. You can do all the summer camp activities you know and love, zip lining and There's a ropes course. We're going to do some group activities, a slip and slide. There's a lake to swim in, all kinds of stuff. We're going to have cabins that you can stay in, Uh, awesome food, the whole nine. It's all inclusive. It's going to be a blast. Go to campindie.com. Would love to meet you in person. Come hang out at Camp Indie. Hope to see you there. Now, let me get into the shout out. I got an email just yesterday from Charlie. Thanks, Charlie. When I get the subject, your podcast changed my life. That perks my ears up because I got to see, well, how? What have you done? And he shared a lot of his story, which I loved reading. uh, But the the final part of it, which I want to share with you, as he says in the email, finally the juicy finish. Having been offered a full-time position with the firm I've been working for, I'm actually writing you right now as I decline a job that I knew I simply could not fit under the umbrella of the rush of absolute freedom that I have felt this week has been something that I cannot even describe. I feel like I'm chasing something that I was always meant to do. He's referring to travel and you've been a truly significant part of that. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where all this will lead me yet. I still feel absolutely confident that travel's the right path for me at this point in my life. So I just wanted to say congratulations because he's got a 3 month Europe backpacking trip planned. And yes, he mentioned taking a short sabbatical in Norway for a few days. Please let me know if you come. would love to meet up with you, of course, Charlie. And I just want to say congrats on doing the hard thing because when you choose travel, when you prioritize travel and you're like, hey, I'm going to do this travel thing for any length of time, three months, three weeks, three years, whatever, sometimes you have to make difficult decisions. And one of those might be turning down a job that on paper looks like the thing right the thing that society or maybe people in your life tell you is 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 the gift that's the gift that's the magic thing that's the the, the thing that's going to bring you this stability and the contentment and the happiness and all that good stuff but if you know in your heart you want to travel you're going to sometimes have to make tough decisions i've turned down jobs as well just for the simple fact that uh, i was not going to be able to take a trip that i wanted to take i remember a about five years, I would say, into my touring career. I was touring around, I was getting kind of tired of being on the road. I got offered a job in the office in a cool marketing agency that wanted me to come in and work for them. And I seriously considered it. I'm like, okay, you know, how long am I going to do this touring thing? Is this going to be sustainable. My next step is probably going into one of these offices and and doing this kind of work, right? I still loved events. I'd still get to travel. It seemed pretty good on paper, but I had a trip planned to Thailand actually. And I had some other traveling I wanted to do. And in the end, I just thought, you know what? If I take this thing, I'm going to have to settle down. I'm going to have to get an apartment. It's going to become an office deal. And I just... I have more traveling I need to do. I got to turn this down. And I don't regret that decision. But it was hard. It was hard at the time. And it would have taken my life in a completely different direction. But that's the way it goes with big decisions, right? So anyway, if you are somebody who's contemplating some tough choices, don't forget to put them through that travel lens if travel is your priority. It's scary. It's hard. You don't know what's going to happen. But you do know one thing and that is that you are being true to yourself in this moment, right? It's all we can ever do. So anyway, props to Charlie for making the tough decision, doing the difficult thing, doing the scary thing. One last note, and then I'll leave you with a quote. Simple pleasures. <laughs> I was giving my daughter breakfast this morning, heated her up a waffle with some butter, and syrup. And I I put the butter on. I slathered. What a great word. I slathered the butter all over the waffle. And then I poured syrup on top. And she she did like a Homer Simpson on me. She was like, she's never seen The Simpsons, by the way. But she was like, "Mm." (laughs) butter and syrup, the best that I know about. (laughs) And she was just it was beautiful because she was so in the moment and just so excited for the butter-syrup combination. And I'm like, you know what? I agree. Butter and syrup together on a waffle or a pancake or something is one of the best things I know about. It was just so cool to see her in the moment enjoying that simple pleasure in life, right? And that just got me thinking as I was going to record this podcast about the simple pleasures when it comes to travel. And a lot of times those are the moments to me That are the most memorable, right? You know, I went to Rome. I I I can share one example of this, and I went to the Pantheon, which is you know an iconic building. was built in between 113 and 125 A.D. So there you are in this you know two thousand year old building, and there's all this history, and it's just. Incredible, you know, if you've been to historical sites like this, you know, it's, it's awe-inspiring in, in many ways. And as great as it was to be in the interior of the Pantheon and, and how incredible it was, it was just as enjoyable to sit outside of it at a cafe in the Piazza della Rotonda sipping an espresso. I remember having, a like, some kind of cake or something and looking at it and just being in Italy Enjoying a hot espresso, a nice cool cake type thing. I I wish I could remember what I was eating. And that is the simple pleasure I'm talking about, right? Sitting down at a cafe and just enjoying a meal and soaking in the sounds and the sights and just being there, just being there, smelling the smells, tasting the food, drinking the coffee, whatever the case is. (sighs) So lovely. And when I go back to America, one of these simple pleasures I cannot wait to indulge in, going back to the pancake (laughs) butter syrup thing, is just going to a good old-fashioned American diner, getting some food, sitting in a booth or sitting at the counter and doing, doing that thing. So simple pleasures. What are some of your favorite simple pleasures when you're traveling? Leave me a voice message. Let me know. Get in touch. If you need a prompt, there you go. You can answer that question. Okay. I think I've talked enough for one day. Talked your ear off. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of this wonderful, beautiful community that spans the globe. I am going to reach into my quote drawer and leave you with a quote from Lao Tzu who said, let reality be reality. Let things flow naturally forward in whatever way they like. Powerful words of wisdom there. Enjoy your day. Peace and love to you and yours. And I will see you next time. Thanks a lot, my friend. Cheers.
1: This podcast has been brought to you by 0travel.com. Ideas and advice to make your travel dreams a reality.